0: Podcast voices on, then or ready to go? Yes, I just take a swig of here. <clears throat> yeah,
1: Leucozade, whiskey,
0: whiskey, Lucas Well, it's whiskey if you're on stage in a tumbler? I heard it's...
1: someone recently say to you, Um, oh, Luke, you know, you're always drinking Leucozade, and someone said, Oh, Leucozade, and you looked them dead in the eye and went, I've never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> like, and and the, the tension in the room was just it was palpable. Yeah. There's two there's, a vibe. two, there's two, uh,
0: jokes I do that for. One is the Lucasade, and the other one is when somebody comes up to me and goes, Oh, Luke. <laughs> I am your father.
1: <laughs>
0: How original of you.
1: Slippers on again, Quinner.
2: You know it's going to be a good one.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Folks, you are very welcome to the last episode of season two. It's technically our third season. But we did have a season 1.5 in there uh, where we were recording remotely. So this is the last episode of season two. And lads, we're going to start with a quiz today. Yes. Brilliant. We're going to look back at our
1: season. Yeah. Right. And I have some questions for you. Oh God. But l- okay. Can I just start this with a preface? Luke meticulously goes through these seasons. Listens like second by second. So I'm going to say he an advantage here. Yeah, I'm going to give Luke the slightly harder
2: questions. Now they're not that hard either. Oh, we're not going head to head. But it's just no. I have a question for Luke, and then a oh, question for Rory. Quick okay. fire, though. It's quick fire. You don't got time now. you just got to <laughs> answer quickly.
0: Well, I mean, I I don't know. I would. D- Rory, is your phone? It's your f-
1: it's your phone again, Luke. <laughs> Luke is uh, <laughs> viciously trying to deflect <laughs> blame here, but
2: may the record state.
0: Oh man, you couldn't plan that, could you? No, of course. That's Brendan Tierney. How are you, Brendan? I'm sorry, I'm busy. I'll get back to you later. <laughs> Luke, what was episode three of, of this season? Episode three of this season was... I think you're too long. Taking too long. Rory, Marie. episode three
2: of the season. No, not Marie. No, back it was Luke.
0: Uh, episode three of this season was Leon Mooney.
2: Yes, Leon Ooh, Mooney. Oh, Leon. Okay, Rory,
1: what was episode five of this season? Episode five was... What episode are we on now? Is that... I got
2: a buzzer or something. Uh, Too late. Back to Luke. Cathy Jordan. Cathy Jordan. Rory, what what, what number do you want me to give you? Number Uh, one. What was was number one?
0: Can't pick his question.
2: Well done. Rory's back in the game. 2 1. Luke. Uh, what was the third word I uttered in si- episode 4 of this season? What? <laughs> <laughs> too all. The third right, Rory? Rory? No, hold on. Wait
0: a minute. Give me a second to think about this. The third word. You- episode 4. Which one was episode 4? Episode
2: 4 was Marie O'Brien. No, it wasn't. You got that wrong. No, too it all. it wasn't. No, Rory. No, 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 hold <laughs> on. a minute. No, 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 no. I'm the quiz master here now. Hold on. I can get it. Right. Score is too all. Okay. Rory. Yes. Uh, who was on the podcast with Callum last week? Who was our other guest? Uh, with
1: Callum was Kirkbank Kirk Kirkran. Kirkra.
2: Well done, All right? Three two to Rory. That's the end of the quiz.
1: <laughs> Ro- <laughs>
2: Rory, congratulations.
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> even by my standards. That's not Brilliant. Yes, okay, I take that uh, victory. And I wouldn't mind, but Luke swanned around this studio before we started recording to tell us that he's never lost a quiz. The o- Luke, correct me if I'm wrong, the only quizzes you lose are the ones you're not in.
0: Oh, I wasn't in that <laughs> one.
1: <laughs> Rory, congratulations. You're the
2: winner of the inaugural In The Lamplight quiz. Fantastic. Yeah, just to look oh. back, just looking back on our season, I thought, with the Nervous Animals in, Yes. 40 years waiting to record a debut album. We had them a couple of weeks after it was released. We had Mario O'Byrne in celebrating 10 years in yes. the Hawkswell Theatre. We had a Leon Mooney in, one of the most honest chats we've had on In The Lamplight so far. We have had an In The Lamplight original song, the first one. Moments came out in episode four. Episode five was Cathy Jordan, one of Ireland's most famous voices. And then last week, episode six, Callum Wall promoting his debut EP. And Kirkra, Nisha, Jane and Gillian promoting their debut single. That's not a bad season, lads. It was a pretty good cracking season. season. Yeah. In fairness, today's guest is a big one. But before we get to today's guest, lads, we had a uh, we had a party. Yes, and in the lamplight party last Wednesday night. Yeah, um, yes. I was uh, delighted that you got to experience my new garden furniture. <laughs> Outdoor garden furniture. <laughs> I knew was we were going to
1: swing in the garden furniture at some point. Yeah. I, I totally knew it. You're very chuffed with your garden furniture. Well,
2: I was here one day. It was a few months ago when we'd were when we'd Kirkra out, Nisha, Jane and Gillian. And the three of us were here and Drew and Romy were here. And uh, I was having a chat with... Um, I think it was rummy, I can't remember. But I was telling them all about my garden, my new garden (laughs) furniture that Sinead and I got, the outdoor furniture for the summer ahead. And all of a sudden I just got this feeling, right, I'm here with... Seven other people, all of whom are in their 20s, and that is probably <laughs> the most middle aged comments I've
1: ever come out
2: with. <laughs> but anyway, I'm gonna own it, I'm gonna own absolutely. it, absolutely. Um, so you
1: came out to Ransborough, we had a bite to eat outside, possibly the best bite to eat I've had this year. Amazing, thank you to your lovely wife, indeed, fabulous, indeed.
2: I can't claim credit for that one, that was Sinead, uh, and indeed her auntie Kathleen. There was two of them. Two of them lads coming. Double free. trouble, mm. unbelievable. And um, we took a spin to Strand Hill mm. and we had a few uh, a few cans of beer on the beach and had a chat. I loved that. Watch the sun Sit, coming down.
1: Watching the sunset, drinking cans with your mates. Yeah, it felt like summer for a minute. You know, because like, nothing kind of feels that summery. You're not allowed to do any of the usual summer bits. Yeah, for a fleeting moment, it was summer. It was great. Yeah, it was class.
2: Yeah, I have thought about bringing three microphones down and recording the chat. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm not 100% that would have been the wisest move we would have ever made as a podcast. Uh, right, right. <laughs> well, I'm here to tell you now that I had
0: three microphones hidden in the bushes and we're going to listen to a little
2: bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I suppose one thing that did come out of the chat was that um, for all the listeners out there, and this may be uh, very sad news for you, but please bear with us. We're going to take a short break after this podcast. We're going to take some time over the summer to reflect and to see how life settles down, I suppose. Um, Things have opened up, uh, especially for you two lads in the last few weeks and it's a couple of projects I have on in the next few weeks and things are going to get busier. So we said we'd try and just... uh, just just see how life settles with all these, sure. with, with all these new factors coming in and eventually uh, we will make a call on, on when and how we will return for season three. But I just um, wanted to let the listeners know that so you're not expecting an episode next Wednesday but you will be getting an episode one Wednesday very soon. Um, what a nice way of wrapping that up. You will Wednesday. get a, an
1: episode one Wednesday
0: very soon. You could have said um, you will get an episode one Wednesday
2: ever so soon. <laughs> you could have said that. I I can Come we try ahead. that? Yeah, well, maybe we'll try it, will we? Yeah. Well, listeners, you will get an episode one Wednesday, ever so soon. Oh. <laughs> ever so soon. <laughs> Thank you, Luke. Thank you. Yeah. I said that before, I did I? I credit
0: for it. I was yeah. You,
2: that, yeah. thought I said that before. We're, yeah. Folks,
0: we're going to have Callum on uh, ever so soon. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that could be he a little... He said swirling a brandy. He'll be here ever so soon. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a way to spice up saying it, you know. If you want to spice up soon, you can just say, Ever so soon. <laughs> Ever so soon. <laughs> yeah. What that- are we talking about? <laughs> but that's, that's just this week's... <laughs>
2: Lamplight Top, top Tip. tip. Yeah. Perfect, love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on to this week's Lamplight Top Guest. Luke, you were very keen on having this band on, as were we all, but I think it was your idea. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us why, or tell us what, what, what attracted you to these lads. For me, going into the
0: Hawkswell afforded us the opportunity to have bands on, which we hadn't really been able to do in here when we did season one in here, I mean in my studio and when we did season two, it was all online. So uh, space and, and COVID social distancing restrictions uh, limit what we can do in my studio and then online is just what it is. So it was the first opportunity for us to have bands on and they were just, Boxty and Johnny Gallagher were just one of the ones that really sprung into mind as they'd be great crack, they'd be great chat guests but also um, I think... It's it's one of the kind of nights out that I'm most looking forward to when things go back to normal, is just being in um Anderson's or, or, or somewhere like that with Boxty doing their thing. It's just loud, makes no apologies, balls to the wall, blues rock and roll. I think you can go into that gig and, and never have heard them before and not really listen to, to, to rock or blues or anything and still just go, This is
1: this is class. For sure, it's infectious. So
0: I think just for all of those reasons I thought that they would just be Great podcast guests. It'd be great to have them on the show. And they were. And they were.
2: And of course, we featured their drummer, adopted Sligo man Sean O'Reilly, on the on the gig too, on the gig and on the chat. So it was great to have Sean in there, also, um, lads. Yeah, I mean, I hadn't met Johnny before. Mm. I must say, playing with him or, or, or firstly chatting to him on the phone to to ask him to do this whole thing, I rang him, and you know, I'd seen a few clips on YouTube, and you know, he's a big man, big beard. Uh, big voice You know Everything about him Is just big Big sound And then he answers the phone And it's This lovely soft voice yeah. And <laughs> then he got yeah. And it's like Is this the man I'm looking for and, and, and he just But he just changes When he gets on stage uh, it Reminds me of, of Our very first guest Shamey O'Dowd a little bit Shamey's very softly spoken But when you get on stage With him You're confronted With this intensity yeah. That mm-hmm. you either Meet Or you get out of there there's no choice, you know. If you are going to play this gig, you have to match that intensity. That's the first thing. Cool. So, let alone whatever chords or notes or solos you're playing, first thing is, you just have to meet him right there at number 11 when it comes to intensity because yeah. it's, it's, it's so... I was reminded so much of Shamey. Just, he, his, his energy is infectious and there's no way that you can give any of the songs any less you're all no because you're gonna be you're, you're just gonna he's not gonna he's not gonna be interested no he's on this level and you either get to that level or you get out of there yeah Do you know
0: it's unreal <laughs> yeah for sure because it's not like in the nuts and bolts of it theoretically like it's not the most complicated music in the world to play but that doesn't mean that it's easy to play it well and convincingly like at that mm. level of intensity if you're sitting there just kind of dialing it in giving it a five it sounds yeah. crap no matter how, if there's only three chords in the song, it doesn't matter. It, it demands that level of intensity. That's what makes the good gigs such a good crack to
1: be at. It sounds bold when they play. Yeah. Do you know what, it sounds kind of like against the rules or something. And I think that is this charisma and this energy that comes off them. It feels a little, I I don't know how, I've seen them play a few times, you know, and I was buzzing to have them on as well. And you get this kind of feeling off it, like, where it's a bit kind of like, I don't know how to describe it. Like you and the group of people watching this are together in a little kind of, like you're experiencing something. And very few bands do that, where you, them, the audience, are all experiencing the one thing, a bit bold, a bit loud, a bit brash. Everyone's got long beards if someone fires a pint glass against the wall it's probably alright <laughs> <laughs> you know it's got that feeling I loved it I thought it was class you're nearly kind
0: of you're let into it aren't you you're kind of let in with a wink it's like come on in here yeah now, exactly man, really. come on in here now sure, come in right. behind this
1: door and see what's happening yeah, here yeah yeah yeah, yeah
2: yeah yeah it's a bit bold I loved it I thought it was great great well listeners please do come in behind this door with us and come listen to the chat and in the tunes with Johnny Gallagher Porrick Gallagher Sean O'Reilly The Foxy Band Johnny, Porrick and Sean, you're welcome to In The Lamplight. Woohoo <laughs> It's going great, yeah. Um, so, uh, as is tradition on this show, we usually start with a poem for, for the guests we have here. But today, we said we'd start with a blues. So we've written a blues for you, lads. Um, and I just wrote it last night, so I have this sheet of paper here with me, if you don't mind. Uh, and Luke's going to play a bit of guitar to facilitate this blues. So, whenever you're ready there, Luke... All right, here we go. Well, I went down to Johnny Gallagher to see him play the Boxty Blues. I went down to Johnny Gallagher to see him play the Boxty Blues. I went down to Johnny Gallagher, the band was playing on, but I didn't recognize him because his hair was all gone. (laughs) Down to Johnny Gallagher to see him play the Boxty Blues. All right. I went down to Port Gallagher to see him play the Hammond Blues I went down to Port Gallagher to see him play the Hammond Blues I went down to Port Gallagher, I left downcast Cause I didn't get to see him cause his hands was too fast Down to Port Gallagher to see him play the Hammond Blues <laughs> Right, here's the verse about Sean Down to Sean O'Reilly just to see him play the Drummond blues I went down to Sean O'Reilly just to see him play the drumming blues. I went down to Sean O'Reilly. The crowd were going crazy, but I didn't get to see him. He was chatting all the ladies. Down to Sean O'Reilly just to see him play the drumming blues. Last verse. I went down to see the boxy band and hear them play the lamplight blues. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went down to see the boxy band and hear them play the lamplight blues. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: I went down to see the boxy band. I missed them in the past, but we finally got to see them because they're on the podcast. Down to see the boxy band and hear them play the lamplight blues. There we go. <laughs> oh, brilliant.
4: That's fantastic.
2: Brilliant. You no, know lads, you're welcome. Thanks for that, lads. Not at all. Thank you for coming. You got the haircut, Johnny? I
4: got the haircut. Go oh, on, oh, man. Phones up to your mouth, boys, all right?
2: Got the haircut. <laughs> What made you do it?
4: Um, I always wanted to do it. I, 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 I wanted to see what I looked like. I was going to do the beard as well, but I, I wanted to celebrate my half-century birthday by doing something. So I got the haircut.
2: Good man, Johnny. Well, if we knew it was your birthday, we would have we sung that as well. Maybe, yeah. maybe we'll do that before the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and I'd done it. And I was delighted I'd done it.
3: Were
4: you? Yeah. And were you cold? Yes, yeah, since my yeah. ears and the back of my neck. I've never felt cold kind of like it in all my life.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the beard would be a big one now to get rid of
4: that. Yeah, I actually took I ma me- you know the way you measure your beard? Oh yeah. By fists. Like ah. like that. That's two fists, three fists. Okay. So I took I removed two fists of hair from my beard. So I'm I'm down to one fist. Wow. Yeah, so Okay, so it was
2: Three times as long as that. Yeah,
4: so I've cleaned myself up well Good Cut my hand?
2: Yeah. por you cleaned yourself up as well. Just very lately. You're, you're sporting a good head of hair yourself, Sean.
4: Yeah, actually I got a...
5: James cut my hair as well there, but uh, I had a big kind of a helmet on my head. Right. For a long time. Like <laughs> Just very like, like that <laughs> one over
4: there, yeah. You actually got your hair cut before me. Yeah, I did, yeah. We shared barber seats the same evening, yes. Okay,
2: so James is the, the third... Gallagher in the band usually is yes, that right? Yeah. yeah. And so, what's it like being in a band with your brothers? That's a very.
3: There's nobody going to rush in. Down to the. <laughs> <laughs> You're still playing together anyway.
4: Well, put it this way. Put it this way. I don't really know what it's like to be in the band. With no brothers. <laughs> is that all right?
2: That's fair enough. You've nothing to compare it
4: to. Yeah. How yeah. <laughs> about you, Sean, from your, your point but, of uh, view? But, uh, I, you know, uh, I'm, I'm saying that now in respect to Sean, like before, we're all brothers in that respect. But uh, myself, Park, and James, we've been together since we all, we all started music at the same time. So that's what I mean, you I know? I get you. I get you. Yeah. And, yeah. like, Sean is a, a brother from another brother. From another <laughs> <Yeah>. brother. <laughs> So you're in the
2: band for maybe eight or nine years at this stage, Johnny. Yeah, Jonah, coming
5: yeah. up on eight years now. I think right. in probably in May. Okay. So yeah, it's, like Johnny said, it's like brothers. You know, we get on really well, and sure we've great crack. And I suppose I kind of admire the lads how to do it because I my family are musicians as well, but we um, we uh, choose different parts. We've done well. <laughs> we've we, we've all we've done like one or two like family gigs together, and we've practiced and rehearsed and. It's, it's been tough, right. So I admire the lads, like traveling as well as family. It's, it, it but the boys get on great. So, Fair play, yeah. yeah.
4: We're not, we're not afraid to. Uh, I suppose down through the years we have learned how to get out of the van, have a boxing match on the side of the road, and <laughs> get back in. Lovely a boxy, yeah. match. <laughs> a boxy match. a match. Boxing
2: match. A couple of whiskeys later, it's all, it's all okay again. It's all okay. Yeah. Oh, whatever it is, lads. You mm. seem to have it down. Anyway, how long, how long has Boxy been on the road, Johnny?
4: Boxy? Well, Boxty, I suppose, as a, from the very start, probably about 1985. There was, we played our very first competition opportunity in Ballyshannon, and Ballyshannon. That would have been probably the first. But uh, Boxy sort of, it, it. Got a wee bit more serious then in, in 1987, I suppose, and it, kept, it became a thing, as a sort of a wee working band. Our father actually came into boxing, he became the lead singer of, and it was sort of his band, you know, even though we were still doing a wee bit of rock and roll and everything. and It was actually Sligo, you know, Sligo was was always very good to us, you know. Uh, we started to play in um, Bar, just... Up the street, yeah, Conley Street, and that opened up a great wee bit of respect for Boxty, you know. Okay. And the uh, Fluky Gorman, Noel Flukey Gorman, he was a, he. He became our drummer, you know, okay. and because Flukey was in the band, we gained a, a serious amount of res- respect and a great following. And uh, we went uh, from the uh, Murray's down to the Clarence, which the Clarence was a. A really cool venue. It was uh, one of the, the cooler venues in the northwest, you know. And to get in there, then we held our position there for a few years, and it was great. Great. Okay. Fluky is a local legend for sure. <sighs> yeah, Fluky actually played with the, my dad's band, <coughs> the Quarrymen, back in the seventies. Right. O- he was only a kid. Right. 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 But, uh, so he he always had a wee. Like he was always in there, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah. And so, and so it's obviously grown. These days you do a lot of work abroad. You, you spend a lot of time travelling to the likes of France, Italy, Germany, doing, doing rock and blues festivals. Is that, is that where yeah, a lot well, of your work comes from these days? Yeah, well, the band has sort of been, uh, for the last eight years now, sort of semi-based
4: in France. Okay. It's just the way... Is gone, you know, that's the way the wheel is turned. And we were sort of semi based in Geneva. And Geneva is sort of the very, if you were to put your finger in the middle of Europe, it would land on Geneva. And that's a great place to work out of. You're four to 10 hours basically from everywhere. And there's an airport there that is incredibly handy. And it's a a good part to be in, you know. Okay. You can be anywhere
2: in hours. It's not for the tax reasons you're in Geneva.
4: Ah, uh, no. Well, we're actually on the French side. <laughs> oh, you're on the French side, <laughs> yeah. guys. Very yeah, good.
2: You're on the French side. Very good. Yeah. And, and so what about the house growing up then? You mentioned your father was obviously a musician. Was there was there music in the house from day one, Porig? Or?
3: Oh, there was, there was always musical instruments in the house. And uh, I suppose we, we tried playing everything until we found what we were kind of going to stick at, you know. Yeah. But there's always music. There was always musicians in the house.
4: Yeah, it was always you know, full of music. It yeah, was always
3: a, a bit of a
4: session or? Guys coming in and coming out. And, but there was, it was never, it was more sort of country country music and rock and roll oriented. Rather, it was never traditional music, you know. It was okay. never,
2: oh.
4: Okay. It was more, oh. You know that stuff, Sean, that you'd be into. That's
2: good, the good stuff.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: And is that, is that, oh, and where did the blues come out of then?
4: Ach, well, who, I suppose. Who was,
2: were your influences that way? The blues just, you know,
4: just like it evo- it evolved. Uh, we, we were sort of rare playing country music and be rare played country music. Like we just got to know the whole Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson, Chris Christophson, whole thing, the Elvis Presley thing, Chuck Berry thing. And that was always very, very... It, it was always there, very much so, when we were playing with Dad and when he was sort of training us in to be what we are. And um, I suppose it just... It kept going and, you know, the blues, I I, I can't really say when the blues sort of happened in Bach. I don't know when Bach's turned into a blues band, maybe in the late 90s or something like that. But it was a nice change, you know, it was a nice change. And we all, I think we all sort of welcomed it, you know. But I, I, I never really classed myself as a blues guitar player until people were sort of commenting about my blues playing. And I, I don't know. Um, I still don't think I'm much of a blues player. But well, if you listen to other people again, Johnny, I'm sure you'll you might get a different impression. Heck <laughs> yeah, but it's nice to be considered an, a nice
2: blues player. Yeah, you for sure. It. For sure. And then, and then, Sean, how did you end up in the band? You're saying it's uh, it's eight years ago or so. Yeah. What's, what's, how did you meet the lads?
5: Or? Um, <clears throat> I met the lads. I don't know if the lads remember this, but I was playing with a guitar player from Fermanagh called uh, Pat McManus. Uh, that was back in 2005 and we were playing at the Rory Gallagher Festival and we happened to be on the same bill as Boxty and Ronnie Drew was on that day do yeah. remember that right? Nice. and um, that was that was the first time I remember actually being outside the theatre and boys pulled up in the big Boxty of Echo Wagon nice. and I remember just seeing this huge van and the Johnny and the boys beards and long hair it was like who are these boys yeah 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 <laughs> 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 and um, I kind of met them like that night, and then like as the years went on, we were kind of meeting at maybe different gigs or festivals. And Johnny had the bar in Bendorin, and then I was actually in Australia, 2013, and Johnny right. Johnny contacted me, and um, I was kind of due to come home anyway. But he contacted me, and I'd say I was away traveling for a couple of months, and I kind of got home. And Johnny said she'll come up to the house for a jam and landed up to the house and just had a quick run-through and it seemed to click. And Johnny kind of said to me, we're, um, he said, we're playing in Paris on Saturday night. I think this was like maybe, maybe a Monday or Sunday or something. Right. And I was like, oh, great, cool. It's like... Uh, what time do you start in Paris? Paris is a nightclub in Bandooran, you know. Ah. <laughs> and I was like, what time are you starting? I was like, is it kind of a late gig or whatever? And Johnny goes, yeah. And he goes, but in France, Sean, you know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Bring a bag. Bring your passport. Bring a bag. Oh, so, brilliant.
5: yeah, I left. I left after, I suppose, I come home from Australia. My mum was delighted to see me home and then, a week later, it was gone for another three months.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! And it's been you've been on the road with the lads ever since, yeah, been, yeah,
5: yeah, flat out traveling since. So it's been brilliant, like it's yeah. the best do, thing ever. Yeah, it.
2: you do great traveling, and you, you, you've you shared the bill with some amazing artists over the years. Um, Sean, you were telling me a story about with Iron Maiden, is that right? You were sharing the bill with Iron Maiden,
5: yeah, that was what was that two years ago, Munich 18, wasn't it? Yeah, 18, right. Rock of Area.
2: And do you get to meet these lads along the way, or when, you know, if if you're sharing a bill with them, do you get to? Ah, just yeah, we had dinner. We dinner were,
4: with we, Yeah, <laughs> dinner. We, yeah. <laughs> we're, and uh, the funny thing about it was they had a big entourage and a big crew with them, you know, and there was fellas just running around the place. But uh, we were all sitting in this beautiful uh, restaurant just under the under the cathedral in Munich, and a uh, uh, a fine restaurant, now very finely very all the waiters and the best of stuff and lovely menu. But yeah. regardless, yeah. a big a big flight case was wheeled in. Yeah. And the guy opened the flight case and it was all the HP sauce, coleman's ah. mustard. <laughs> 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 and all the way he started putting them out on the table, you know. Anyway, we were there sitting and eating our meal, enjoying our meal. And uh, Bruce Dixon turned around and said, oh, hello Johnny, can you fast the HP face? <laughs> I was like, bother. the drummer, what was the drummer saying? Nico, name? Nico McBride. Jesus, he was great crack. Do you remember, yeah. Johnny? The do you remember
5: we were at the catering at the backstage? Yeah. And I was just after meeting them outside and get like delighted to get a photo with this hero, like you know. And I arrived in all excited and kind of sat down at the table with the boys and Nico had arrived in and sat down behind, just right behind Johnny. And Johnny was on the phone to somebody, but he happened to be on the phone to Bernie Mars and to ex-Whitesnake, you know, the original guitar player.
2: Okay, <laughs> so, so another serious musician.
5: So <laughs> Johnny's there chatting away. Ah, yeah, yeah, Bernie. And Bernie Mars must have said to Johnny, what he you at? And he was like, I'm in Germany. We're actually on the bill with Iron Maiden tonight. And uh, he says, uh, Iron Maiden? And he says, all oh, right. And he says, you didn't see Nico and Lads, about and Johnny's—he's actually just sitting right behind me. I put you on to him, uh. <laughs> taps him on the shoulder, hands him the phone, and Nick Brian's kind of looking at Johnny, going, "He goes, here it's for you. It's very us. Oh, very funny. They're, they end up having a big chat. Like, They're
4: on the phone for about fifteen minutes. nearest me going, "Cheers, this gonna cost me a <laughs> fortune." <minute." laughs>
2: oh, very good. Yeah. And you—you've you, had some serious compliments uh, about your beard over the years.
4: Ah, uh, yeah. I've always had a beard. Like, uh, I, I was actually sent home from school to shave right. was in leaving, sir. <laughs> or 50 year I didn't do Leavenstar.
3: Um, well, school had nothing more to offer you. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, uh, this beard, this beard's been the longest beard, I suppose. It's, uh, I've had this beard now for about 17, 18 years. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Wow. And it's been here and it's been there. So, I, I, as I said, the three fists it was yeah. a place that I, I could contain it. Because if it went any longer, it would fall in behind the guitar. Okay. Or else it will fall down between the strings and the pickups.
2: Yeah. Oh, you know?
4: So you choke yourself, you know? Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
4: yeah, the beard is.
2: Uh, it's, it's I suppose it's a, It's part of who you are and part of your. Well, has, I suppose it has become that. Moment, yeah. 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 Have you uh, Have you ever heard this man sing? Sean. Yeah. Didn't have. Yeah. Yeah.
4: He's a serious singer, isn't he? Uh, a few shandies on him now, He's He's hard to stop. got <laughs> to <laughs> be stopped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He'd be there, take me home to Mayo. And, you know, <laughs> Dirty old Calv- town, black and yellow. Huh? Cavan <laughs> Cavan
2: <girl>. <laughs> <laughs> you're a you're a star in your in in your home county of Cavan sean i i came across an article uh, in the anglo-celt about you there recently Jesus. been digging uh, deep i was digging deep <laughs> is right serious stuff you were uh, you were entertaining the cows at home and yeah. this this made it into the anglo-celt that was it. that was brilliant that was brilliant parents <laughs> you want to tell us that story
5: yeah so that was back in september the second lockdown of lost count now this stage but um yeah. Yeah, I had to move home um, because my dad got sick and we have a farm at home. I grew up on the farm. So I went home for, I didn't really know how long I was going home for, like a week, but it ended up being two months and I had um, so we had a few cattle at home and obviously they had to be looked after and all the farm work and stuff like that. So it was kind of like at home, just bored out of my mind, like, and I was just, you know, decided decided one day, if, geez, I might set the drums up in the, in the shed, like, you know, because yeah. I was messing one evening and I was feeding them meal with a bucket and yeah. I was, I had sticks and I was tapping on the bucket on the reverb's lovely in here. Right. Big like slatted cattle house, you know, yeah. and I decided one evening, geez, I might bring the kit in <laughs> and it just set up a kick snare and hats and <laughs> just yeah. started playing with the cattle in the shed and <laughs> should were, I don't think they knew what was going on, you know?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
5: So, uh, yeah, that was. Uh, but you didn't phase them. No, they, they were kind of
4: content enough. Yeah, they were. Yeah. looking over it and chewing in time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so you were happy enough too. It was your first audience in months. Yeah.
5: <laughs> then, then the local paper um, got a phone call one morning. This guy was like, "We want to do a write up about your lockdown experience, being a musician and stuff like that." And that ah, was great, cracks. Sure, you know, it was a great piece. Something different. Yeah. It was. It was nice. Lovely nice write up. Like it was. It was good. Yeah.
2: You've had another um, interesting practicing experience during lockdown. Uh, earlier on this year, um, you were in Rumble rehearsals and you you got a knock on the door, is that right? (laughs)
5: That's right, yeah. Um, I was, I used to, uh, well, I used to use Rumble past tense, I suppose, because um, I was up, I used to kind of go up late at night because I used It's one of the rooms is, well, what I thought was sound checked or soundproofed, sorry. And um, yeah, so I was up there, I used to go up at all hours, just, I went up one at night about 11 o'clock and I was in, I'd say it was like two o'clock in the morning and I was, don't know what I was playing, maybe ACDC or something quite heavy and loud. Yeah. And uh, the next thing, like the door opens, you know, you'd never see anybody up there at that time. Yeah. And my heart, I nearly, fucking nearly choked like, Yeah. and um, two guards walk in. <laughs> You know, at <laughs> two in the morning, expecting a, f- a speeding fine or something. You know? <laughs> What's
4: your name? Where do you come from?
5: Yeah. yeah, and they were like, so I obviously I stopped straight away, and they were like, Jesus, you're the man that's making all the noise, and I was like, yeah, that that's me, and they were like, we have spent the last half an hour walking up and down the street, they couldn't find me, like <laughs>
2: they could hear this noise, <laughs> they
5: could hear the noise, and they were knocking on doors and in and out of different. Houses and stuff, yeah. So, <laughs> so this was in the the, the rehearsals. Rehearsal, studio? just up the road oh, here.
4: I thought it was in the face at the back. No, no, it was not my house. No, it was, oh, it was Rumble
5: rehearsals. Yeah, Yeah. I got an awful shock. <laughs> and I, I haven't stood in it since. <laughs> <But> it was <laughs> a great spot. Like if, it. <laughs> if anybody's looking for a
2: rehearsal room, yeah, just not just not at two in the morning. Not two in the morning. <laughs> Let's yeah. get ready to rumble. <laughs> oh, very good, very good. So, Johnny, we're going to play a few tunes in a wee while. But you've an album out. You you, you made good use of twenty twenty, and you, you you released an album, um, twenty twenty Vision. Do you want to tell us a bit about the album?
4: Yeah, well, uh, we were approached by the the French company uh, Dixie Frog January last year, and we spoke, and we we said we'd be in contact, and then the whole COVID thing came, but. And we were a few months into COVID and then we start speaking again and we're talking about doing, us working at the company and we decided, right, okay. And we were working on an album and we just, we weren't getting it finished because of the whole crack happening at the time. And I would have loved to have the album ready, the new album, and just talking with them They said, well, listen, Johnny, we're just listening to your back catalogue of stuff, and he said, "There's a lot of this music that hasn't travelled that far." Would you be interested in making a, a sort of a best off? I, I said, "Well, listen, I, I'm happy to do it if you let us at least put four new songs on it." So they agreed to that. Uh, so we collaborated. They put the music out. We give them four new songs. Uh, it was launched in November, and it went to the the blues and rock and roll charts in France, and sat there for seven to ten weeks over the course of Christmas
2: and the New Year Brilliant that's great to hear of, of some sort of musical success during yeah, this time
4: but uh, you know the whole momentum that went into it and the whole everything you know and we were you know when the, the lockdown sort of relaxed there in autumn time and we were thinking oh great you know yeah, uh, and they were talking about a tour, and we were yeah, it's going to be great, and can't wait. And, but uh, everything that was supposed to go with it, then just you know, was like a domino effect. It was just everything was duck, stop, duck, stop, no yeah. tour. Yeah. But uh, to gain what we gained out of the al- with the album in the charts and the whole thing. The whole social media thing it was fantastic. Okay. It was just a pity we couldn't tour
2: it. Yes, yes, you know. Yes, of course, that's that's what you want to do, isn't it? lovely. yeah. would lovely,
4: because we're we're around to go. You know. Yeah, yeah. But sure, we'll, we when it
2: fixes itself, we will. We'll, yeah, we'll up you'll, it you'll, you'll make up for it, all the time you yeah, missed. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, where can people, if they're interested, where can people get the album?
4: Well, it's on all the platforms available, but uh, uh, I know that Amazon, it's on Amazon, and it's very fast and very speedy delivery. Right. You want to buy the hard copy? Yes, yeah, if, if you, you want, want a copy the, for yeah, yourself, yeah. 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 Uh, you can go into that Spotify there and you can download it. And the, the, the Irish uh, Golden Discs, it's, right. a, it's available in Golden
2: Discs. and Okay, so that's yeah. Johnny Gallagher and the boxy Band, 2020 Johnny. Vision. That's the fella. Big beardy book. Big big beardy book from Van Doren. Very good. Well, that's been great. Uh, Great chatting to you. And look, I'm looking forward to the tunes. I'm sure it might be a little bit more energetic than the blues we gave ye at the start of this show. Um, So it's going to be Sean O'Reilly on drums, uh, Pori Gallagher on the Hammond organ, Dwayne Gallagher, no relation, on the bass. And Johnny Gallagher on the, the lead guitar and the vocals. And I might sit in on the keys for a tune or two. Will you sit in? I, well, I, I'd love to, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've heard a lot about, about this band. And, uh, you know, I've seen loads of clips, obviously, and loads of videos. And the energy always seems to be, it always seems to be amazing. Like, yeah, well, it is, it is that something you, you consciously try and create? Or is it just the way you are? Or it, just, it just, you know, you just, the intensity is always sky high.
4: Well, it's, I don't know. Uh, or say uh, Red Bulls before a
3: gig. <laughs> 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 no, no that's the
4: way it, it, it just seems to happen like that, you know, I, I don't know. Well, although we still find it exciting, but if we try to maintain whatever that is that we're doing. Yeah. Uh, but I'm um, just watching some of the shows that you've performed and put on the last few years or the last few months even. It's absolutely fantastic too and it's very enjoyable and I love what you do. Thank you, Danny. And you uh, I watched the full Vicar Street show. Did you? I did. All oh, right. I sat down and watched it. Actually, I think myself and John watched it. Yeah, right. yeah,
2: we did. Yeah. And it was absolutely superb.
4: Oh, what you you're done with all those great musicians and it was a Jesus, it was fantastic and a proper idea.
2: Ah, thanks very much. Well, look, it'll be lovely to have you down for one sometime if it if we ever get up and running again. It'll be great. To yeah.
4: Well, you know how to you know how to get. I, me, I know man. how to find you
2: now, you're <laughs> right and you're not too far away up from Bondor. No, no, just up to as long as you're not in Geneva at the time. Nah.
4: Well, I, I'd come home. Nobody, come home. well oh,
2: that's great. That'd be something to look forward to, Sean's. Sean starred in a few over the years. All right, that's right. Yeah, uh, Sean is, hes hes a great man for flying up the drum kit. I'm sure you know that. Like I he, should. He gets it up in no time. Like he'd have to—he'd sneak it in the far side of the stage over there, yeah. and you'd have to have it gone then for the, before the next song happens. Yeah. and he would—he'd have it stripped.
5: A small little drum kit, kind of a travel kit, you know.
2: Yeah. What have you done? He was on the Eagles, Sean. You drum did, did um, the Joe yeah. Walsh tune, didn't you?
5: Done the Eagles. And that was oh the Joe Walsh Walsh song. Yeah. Um,
2: what, what was the name of that one? Life's been good. good. Me, yeah. And you did Stevie Wonder.
5: Stevie Wonder and I'd done... You sang the Stevie Wonder one, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. D- sang and drummed it, yeah. yeah. Real,
2: uh, no. no, it was um, Master Blaster.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, right. yeah. I can't yeah. even
2: remember now, myself. And you sang Sting one one yeah. up oh, on the in the car park the one. Rock,
5: the 80s rock anthem night, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was nerve-wracking because I had no drum kit. Yeah. I was like, it i felt bloody... I might as well have had no oh, pants on. Oh, did you just
4: stand at the front of the stage? Yeah. yeah. The Freddie Mercury.
5: Oh, a crack.
2: Jesus. I didn't know
5: what, to, like I'd never done
2: it before. <laughs> I must look back at that video now I, I hear this. I must look back at <laughs> it now myself. I
5: was like, it was, I obviously, I loved it, but yeah. it's, you're so um, exposed out the front. And did I kept you? looking behind, like I kept looking back at the band because I'm so used to being at the back, looking at the front. Yeah. And I was like, I can't get any cues because Is I'm lo- looking ahead of me, you know? Because I seen the pressure, we had one. I think we ran through the song and the sound check, and it's amazing how you pull that night together. Yeah,
2: ah, absolutely look, incredible. Work this is not go. about me, lads. No, <laughs> I'm getting awful uncomfortable <laughs> here. Um, but look, thank you, and as I say, really looking forward to playing with you right now, but also in the future, maybe uh, we can do something here and or, or wherever, and yeah, and 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 when we get get out of this this okay. lark that's happening with yeah, the, the well it's lovely yeah. to be here
4: in Hawkswell with you all and James our brother he would have loved to have been with us today but he's he's in Galway yeah. so um, but thanks very much to Dwayne Gallagher Dwayne does a lot of work with us out in the, uh, Europe as well he comes out the odd time. And...
2: okay do you know what you're going to play Johnny what, what what tunes are you going to throw our way um, I think I think
4: I think we've decided on doing a song called Mr. George okay and we're going to do a song called The Loser all Right. Uh, sort of a slow blues, and then we're going to do our take on Derek Clapton's, uh wonderful tonight. Lovely, lovely. And it's in the key of G, just in case you want to sit down with us.
2: Thank you very much, that's good <laughs> to know. You've, prob- you've, you've promised me a, a go with Porig where we trade solos. I I, I, I think that'll be a bit of crack if, if we can get to do that now. Yeah, I'd, love, yeah. I'd love that and the, the Hammonds and the keys. Free trading. Free trading. Trade. Lovely, <laughs> lovely, lovely. Well, thanks a million again, lads, for coming in. And uh, this is Wonderful tonight in the key of G. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's hope it will be. Let's hope it will be indeed. All right. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Porig. Thank you, Sean. The lads are going to go over and get set up. uh, And while they do that, uh, I'll just introduce the band once more. On the bass for this session is Dwayne Gallagher. On the drums, Sean O'Reilly. On the keys, myself. On the Hammond organ, Porig Gallagher. And on the electric guitar and lead vocals, Mr. Johnny
1: Gallagher.
3: the my clothes to wear, she puts on her makeup, and brushes her long, brown hair. And when she asked me, do I look alright, I said, my darling, you look wonderful tonight. We go to And look at me So it's, this is the way
2: that was Johnny Gallagher and the Boxty Band with a rocking set starting off with a version of Eric Clapton's Wonderful Tonight followed by two originals from the band The Loser and Mr. George well lads we're fairly fried after that one (laughs) Mm -hmm. it was rocking it was rocking rock and roll all the way and yeah do you know what I felt after this episode lads I felt a real sense of this is a place we could go with this podcast um it was like, okay, there were, there were one of the few guests we've had on who aren't from Sligo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they came down, they paid us the courtesy of, of making the journey down from Donegal, coming to the Hawkswell, you know, taking out their gear, uh, playing a, an unbelievable set, um, having a great chat and, and leaving having had a really good time. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, And that, that was a lovely feeling from, from my point of view and I'm guessing from you guys as well to have, to have welcomed this, these lads down, uh, to have played with them, to have spoken to them, to have filmed them, to have recorded them and, and the fact that they went home saying, do you know, that,
1: that was a good experience. I think, yeah, if we could do more of that, we're doing a great job. I think that was, everyone was happy leaving and the day that everyone's happy leaving, I'm not sure if we can achieve that every time but if we can strive to achieve it, we're doing something, aren't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. usually it's you who'd be unhappy leaving, like. But so,
1: I just you'd be take
2: like <laughs> Swingy. <laughs> <laughs> the coffee's worn off at that stage, so I don't want to talk <laughs> to lovely. <laughs> well, look, that was a great way to finish the season. Um, to you guys, our listeners, look, we just want to say a big thank you. Uh, this is three full seasons we've done, twenty-eight episodes, and it's been amazing, I must say. We've started off last October, and I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to speak for you lads, but for myself, it's it's been something to do and a really nice way of spending time and, and chatting and playing music during this whole pandemic so uh, thanks to the listeners for, for, for listening and, and for helping us do this and thanks to you two for, for coming along for the ride enjoyed every bit of it every bit does Karen deserve like a little no. round of okay of music <laughs> <laughs> I want to say something else to the listeners though, can I? (laughs) (laughs) Shiguan. Thank you, Rory. (laughs) Folks, we will be sitting down over the coming weeks uh, planning for season three. I'm sure we'll be changing things. We'll be figuring out what what we've enjoyed, what we haven't enjoyed so much, what has worked, what hasn't worked so well. And we would really love some help with this. So lamplightpod at gmail.com is our email address. And if you guys could send in that sort of feedback, what has worked for you, what hasn't worked, be honest, you know, what you've enjoyed, what you've, you know, been mad to hear the next time or what, you know, what what particular s- segments of the chat you liked, did you like the big long 15 minute sets of music, did you prefer the songs scattered throughout the set, did you like the original tunes, did you like our feature on Callum Wall and the girls from Kirkra? you know, all those things, be honest with us, let us know and it'll help us plan for, for next season. So, I guess that's it lads, Uh, I guess it's time to say goodbye and uh, we will see you all in season three whenever that may be. Can't wait. Good luck. you. Why do I always say you? What is that like? That's your sign off.
1: Is it?